Welcome to this special edition of the Value Through Vulnerability podcast. Um, today we're going to be talking about courage to accompany the Have Courage Summit, which is going live today. And today I'm so grateful to welcome Sue Stone to the podcast. Hello, Sue. Hi, Gary. Thanks for inviting me. No, not at all. Thank you so much for joining me. As we get going, would you mind taking a couple of minutes, for those that may not know you, just to give a bit more background to who are you, what do you do for work, and what are you passionate about, Sue? Ah, that's a word you've just used, work. I don't see this as work now. Um, But yeah, well, Gary, as is often the case with many of us, it's our own often challenging personal experience that sets us on our path and passion to help other people. And um, I absolutely love what I do. And uh, it, but it all stemmed from my own, should we say, downfall many years ago. And um, things got absolutely desperate for me. Uh, you know, I split up with my husband, got left with a lot of debt, three young children, uh, no idea where the next penny was coming from. And this sort of terrifying moment of when I realized I'd maxed out on every single bank account and credit cards. I mean, I was just collecting credit cards to desperately try and keep things going because I was very, very embarrassed about how bad my life had got. Um, and the turning point came when one day I... I realized I was maxed out on every single bank account I had. My, I had the bank trying to repossess my home. I, you know, it was, it was horrendous to be honest. I was consumed with fear. Um, and then this one particular day, I realized I had just 10 pounds left in my purse and no idea where the next penny was going to come from. And, um, and it was a horrible time, horrible time. And, uh, but that's where I can remember the following day waking up thinking, oh, my God, how has my life come to this? Uh, it, it was a desperate feeling. And um, but I did have to I, th- I can remember thinking, OK, I've got a choice, Sue, here. You either bury your head and die, you know, literally with depression and not get out from the duvet. Or I guess maybe it's because I have three young children and, and my ex-husband, bless him. He, he he has sort of buried his head and didn't seem to be too bothered how we I was feeding our children. You know, he went through a very negative patch himself. I mean, he's way out the other side now and, and we're great friends, but it was hugely challenging at the time. But it was, it, I had to find that courage. You know, I know the summit's more about courage, but it took huge courage to have to come clean to people and open up and, and, and even down to being open and authentic about my story. And it was only that as time went by and I realized I had to work on myself and take full responsibility for what was going on in my life. Um, but that takes courage too, to, to come out, be open, be honest. But it's also incredibly liberating. That's what I find. It's very humbling, very liberating. Um, and it's not an easy journey to begin with, but it, it was the best thing I ever did. And then to then share my story publicly when I had a lot of media attention and still continue to get it on television and things of, have you turned your life around? And, and, and so I decided I would, you know, that's what I spend my time doing now, sharing the power of thought, all about energy and the science behind it and how we actually at some level create our experience, whether it be at a deep rooted soul level. And, you know, that's quite a challenging thing when you're going through a lot to realize that at some level, you know, we've got to, only we can do something. So that's what I spend my time doing is by sharing my story. And since 2005, I've, that's what I do now. I've dedicated my life to helping others, to 
not wait till they get as desperate as I got before they wake up and realize we have this huge power within us to change, but we've got to start focusing on the solution and not the problem. But that does take courage. And, I, you know, I've got lots of different techniques that I share with people that have helped me. You know, all I can ever do is share what's helped me and now tens of thousands of people around the world just help you step out your comfort zone and find the courage within to to make that change. And then when we take that one step, I'm sure you know this, but when we take that one step forward to help ourselves, the whole universe will come. You know, it's that cause and effect as well to to sort of support you. Um, but it takes courage, um, without a doubt. So, yeah. Um, and speaking to my creditors as well, I had all this money and debt and People phoning up, chasing me, and I used to have some days where I used to think, oh, no, I can't face it. And other days I'd say, come on, Sue, you've got to do it, because if you don't talk to them, you're going to have bailiffs turning up and dramas, and and it takes courage. And then I realized by talking to all these people, actually, they were incredibly understanding. And it's amazing what you can do and set up things, but you've got to find the courage within to address it. And then I think that's... When your comfort zone expands, every time you come out of your comfort zone, it sort of slowly and surely expands, and that's how we grow. Um, I don't think I've got a comfort zone anymore, to be honest. I'm not sure anything would phase me. <laughs> but I've been through a lot. It's been a journey. But uh, So I'll talk all around the world, talk to anyone if, if it will inspire them and give them hope to say, don't give up. Don't give up. Please talk. Please reach out. And that's what we do. And I now have the Sue Stone Foundation. I've got lots of accredited coaches within my team all around the world. And we, we often do just say, look, reach out to us. Just talk to us. We're here to help. It's just so, thank you so much for vulnerably sharing your story, Sue, because I think the immediate thing that comes up for me is just that. Is that you're one conversation away from shifting whatever's going on inside your head. And it's just absolutely a fascinating thing, isn't it? It's amazing how much we get stuck inside our own thinking. And we're just one vocalized conversation away from everything shifting energy wise. It does and totally, absolutely does. And we start to feel better. I always used to feel so much better, even though it made me feel horrible sometimes. But I, I remember thinking, you know, once you take some positive steps and find the courage to do that, I find I'd feel so much better, even though nothing had immediately changed, but I felt better inside. And we know you know, science, we know this, the, the, you know, the science of quantum physics and, and, and it's the feeling that we have the, is the energy in motion. It's our emotion. So, um, and if we can start to raise our vibration and get our energy just a bit lighter and even deliberately focusing on the things we've got to be grateful for rather than the things, all the millions of things that appear to be going wrong, that simple shift in our energy helps us so much. We, you know, the, as I say, there is a science to this. I'm sure you know that. And I know I haven't got too much time to go into it, but I have got my book. I wrote, everyone kept saying to me, you ought to write a book, Sue. And I think, well, what would I put? And then I thought, actually, I know what I'd put. Just explain this stuff very simply to people, how and why it works. And uh, of course, it's called Love Life, Live Life. You know, why not? And it is possible. And as I say, just to, I know we're short of time, but just to reassure everyone, there was a time in my life where I had forgotten what it felt like to be happy. And that is so, so true. Uh, I really can remember thinking, my God, you know, I can't remember the last time I felt happy. And that's not a great feeling. Um, 
But anything's possible, but we've got to open our mind up to it. We've got to start visualizing the outcome we want, not the outcome we don't want. And all these simple shift in our thinking system and, and the way we feel about life. And then things start to change. Oh, something kind of coming up for me there, Sue, as you, as you talk as well around this sort of intentionality piece, because some people who've read The Secret or, you know, the, the sort of the idea of, you know, the law, you know, the parent, laws of attraction. Some people think you sort of sit around and hope it's going to land in your lap at some point. This, what you're talking about, you're speaking to, we do have to take steps though, don't we? We have to take action towards bringing that energy towards us. To we do. We do. Absolutely. I tend not to, even in my book, I do a chapter on the law of attraction, but actually the more I've studied and researched this, I wrote my book. I'm in the process of writing my second book now, which should be out fairly soon. But, um, it's actually ancient wisdom, this stuff that's been around since the beginning of time. And in recent times, it's been called the law of attraction. Um, but what I love is science now backs this up. But the key is, is have the vision, but take inspired action. Mm-hmm. Not just the old paradigm of action, 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 just push, push, push. Actually, all you end up doing is burning yourself out. And you can, you know, it doesn't work. It's like be brave enough to be still, to contemplate. As Albert Einstein said, the intuitive mind is the gift. The rational analytical mind is the servant. But what humanity has created is a society that honors the servant. We've all been, you know, brought up and conditioned and programmed that you've got to work it out for yourself. It's a numbers game, you know, push, 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 action, action, action. But that's when we just burn out. And this, you know, it's everywhere. We see stress. So vision plus inspired action. If we're solution conscious, we visualize where we want to get to. That's when the law of attraction will bring us. But it's all about vibration. Don't forget whatever vibe you're on is what you're drawing to you. That's the science. Um, And two things in vibrational resonance with each other are drawn together. So it's and the indicator of the vibration you're on is the way you're feeling. So if you're thinking thoughts of what you don't want or depression, unfortunately, you're on a low vibration and you, you will draw more on that vibration to you. So it's but as long as we're focused on where we want to get to. And even though we don't know how, this is when we have to trust. We have to trust in the wonderful macro intelligence that exists that we are all part of um and but you know the trust often when it's unseen is quite challenging for a lot of people is how on earth am i going to get there but the minute we start worrying about the how we're in negative energy again but i as i stress everyone please keep the vision trust the right people will come into your life and then when the opportunity knocks take that action find the uh, the courage to follow it through and and as i say trust is just like we have air that we we breathe uh we trust it'll be there yet we can't see it and this is what we've got to do and that takes that takes time maybe some people are born with faith i wasn't so i've had to work on that but anyway i could talk for hours clearly so i better stop (laughs) i probably have my time haven't i (laughs) (laughs) you actually haven't you haven't at all it's wonderful sue i just I love how you're bringing so many critical strands together. And I love that inspired action because as you say, you know, action for action's sake is not always helpful. And I think that's such a powerful reflection. For people it to- is. Inspiration is within us, intuition in spirit, you know, whatever. But the intuitive mind is the gift. All the greatest creators, inventors, 
businessmen, they sit for ideas. They contemplate, they meditate, whatever you want to call it. Not everyone likes that word meditation, but even walking out in nature, sometimes we get our light bulb moment at night when we're quiet, have a pen, write it when people are in the shower. But in that still I get it. I'll tell you when I got my greatest idea. I always laugh about this was when I was outside with my horses. You know, there I thought I was going to be homeless. Now I've got horses in my garden, you know, and this is years back. And I, I was doing the old poo picking with my wellies and my umbrella, uh, my wheelbarrow. And suddenly this incredible inspiration came to me. I had total clarity. It felt like it came from nowhere on what I had to do in my book. It had to be an easy to read, simple, practical manual on how and why this stuff works. And I suddenly thought, oh, my God, that's what I've got to do. That's what I've got to do. And, and But that's what I call inspiration coming to you. And that's the key. Take the action. And then, obviously, I focus, wrote the book. But whatever it is, even if it's making that one phone call or writing that letter, find the courage. And even just to finish off, Gary, for anyone that may be listening, just simple, powerful, positive self-talk. Every day, in every way, I am finding it easier and easier to have the courage or to find the courage within me. Um, thank you for giving me the strength and courage to, to deal with this situation. I used to do that when I used to wake in the night. And as we know at night, it's the worst feeling ever, isn't it? This <gasps> panic, you know, I had to find the courage to go to court, stop my home being repossessed. I had to find the courage. And sometimes I would just literally sit at night and just literally go, thank you for giving me the, all the courage and strength I need to deal with this perfectly. And, you know, it's quite interesting. I'm not a great one for two minutes, you know, but I, I believe in a higher power, God, whatever, Buddha, Allah, I'm not going to start getting too much, you know, but I was just asking my higher power, thank you for giving me the courage. And do you know what? It's amazing how even saying that helped me so much. And if I just say to everyone, just remember, don't go into overwhelm because, you know, thinking, how am I ever going to do it? Because we tend to freeze. All we can ever do in the now is take lots of tiny little steps in the now in the right direction, not the wrong direction. Lots of tiny little action steps in the now. The now is our point of power. And, as you know, day by day, inch by inch, and it becomes a cinch. It really does. I, you know, one of the things I used to say as well is every day take one action step out of your comfort zone, even one action step out of your comfort zone to um, help you towards what you need to be doing. Um, so anyway, I hope that helps. It's, that. Uh, it's, so, so it's so, so helpful. And I think what's lovely about the way you describe your work and your, your vision, it's really tangible. You can really feel from how you're talking. Those, those those baby steps, as you say, those marginal gains that you can take now in the moment is just so, so powerful because what's the alternative? It's fear of the future or fear of the past. You know, it, it, it's, it's one or the other, isn't it? I think sometimes people like to think there's this continuum, but really we've got now. The only thing we can influence is right now. Ah, that was one of my biggest breakthroughs to learn to live in the now, you know, what went on. And, and that's somebody said to me years back, Sue, you've got to let go of the past. I thought, what on earth are you talking about? <laughs> but of course I was living in the past in my mind, going through circumstances and events that happened. And what made me angry? What made me scared? What? And then I jumped to the future thinking, oh, but if that doesn't happen, oh my God, oh my God, I'm going to panic. You know? And that is not living in the now, is it? So I remember thinking, Sue Stone, stop it, girl. 
in this is the only moment you've got in this moment be grateful feel your pulse you know i say you've got to get back to basics feel your pulse i'm grateful i'm alive i can breathe i can walk you know i um, i have got a roof over my head it was all in my head the fear of being homeless was consuming me then they said but Sue, you have got a roof you know i never actually became homeless i had to find courage to deal with that stop it getting to that stage but um and it terrified me at the time but i felt so good once i took that found the courage and dealt with it if you know what i mean so wonderful so 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 inspiring look as we look to wrap up i, I could talk to you all day Sue, which is brilliant um well, how can people reach out to you what's the best way to contact you if they want to follow up the conversation or maybe you know get more involved well, in some of your work if they want to reach out um the best way is through my website suestone.com I also have my SueStoneFoundation.com website where I have um, accredited coaches with all sorts of areas of expertise. Uh, but just have a little browse. I've got videos. I've even got 10 days of free videos on my website if anyone wanted to sign on. You know, it's totally free. And then they can always unsubscribe at any time or just just connect with me. We do lots of different events and help. And I've got DVD, CD, books. You know, I'm I'm very passionate about wanting to help people so just just reach out and of course i'm on facebook and um instagram and twitter so um yeah there's actually quite a lot of options <laughs> probably best via the website suestone.com or facebook or something yeah wonderful i'll make sure those are all added to the show notes for this uh, podcast and thank you so much for your time today sue really appreciate it absolutely my pleasure gary thanks for inviting me on all the best take care bye-bye bye-bye